0: Hey everybody, welcome back to another edition of Rapid Recap here on the Inside Nebraska YouTube channel. With me, as always, is Steve Mark, I'm Zach Carpenter. Steve, it's good to be back out here. I know, right? We're back on the football field. You didn't realize that we were going to be coming out here today no. onto the field. that's Nina. why I didn't and bring a coat. Just, yeah, none of us did. I brought <laughs> my coat because I was trying to prepare. Like, uh, I don't know where Jansen, our digital producer, did uh, content extraordinaire. Mm-hmm. Uh, would—that's uh, his, That's his unofficial official title. But uh, yeah, we're out here at Memorial Stadium. It feels like it's been eight years since we've been out here. It's a little windy. It's like 50 some degrees, gray, uh, windy, but it's like, it it, it feels like
1: football weather. But the future future of Nebraska football is bright. Yeah, oh
0: my God. All right, we might do a second take. So Jansen, edit that, edit the dad (laughs) dad joke out. (laughs) Steve's a dad, Steve's a dad now. So like, he's just trying to practice for uh, the dad jokes later. But National Signing Day, uh, press conference today with Matt Rule mm-hmm. on national signing day which has become 90 to 95% obsolete mm-hmm. in college football um you get you get a guy here and there uh, but most of the class i think i saw a number the other day that really i think it was somewhere between 90 and 95% of uh of scholarship spots or 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 uh, teams roster spots are filled up in mm-hmm. uh in the recruiting class during the december early period so it's like little a lot of the stings taken a lot of the venom is taken out of this day last yeah. year we saw a group of guys but today it was just two of them mm-hmm. um defensive end Keona Wilhite and safety defensive back Kamar Prescott. Yep Kamir Prescott. Kamir Prescott you uh you talked to Keona yeah um, I don't know if there's anything
1: you want to share that, like
0: most interesting takeaway from, from that?
1: Well UCLA was sitting in the lead for a pretty long time with Keona after he originally uh, decommitted um, from where was it Washington. washington washington arizona arizona washington. washington signed his letter of intent with washington uh kalen DeBorah leaves to go coach alabama uh Keona wilhite wants the release from his letter of intent with the university of washington he gets it he goes on an official visit with michigan state he goes on an official visit with nebraska and the more i wrote the analysis piece that we put up
0: on inside mm-hmm. nebraska today and i mean over the last few days the more i sort of researched and um and watch this film and just uh, and analyzing him, the more I liked him, the more I'm like, I feel like this guy could be an early impact guy. I mean, maybe not, maybe it's not the same situation as Cameron Lenhart, because I mean, Cam was the first uh, true freshman defensive lineman in Nebraska history to start season mm-hmm. open or start multiple games. So uh, may not be uh, the same thing, but I mean, he comes from a similar background as far as, um, as far as coming from South Point Catholic, a, a powerhouse in Arizona, yep. just like Cam came from a. Powerhouse and IMG Academy, so mm-hmm. uh, I know Matt Rule is excited about him. Yeah, uh, just the, the I just wanted to get the exact quote right on Will Height. He said, "I just think when you're that big and athletic, it's a no-brainer to take him if you can rush the passer, if you can take the ball away." I'm always gonna take a chance on you. So exciting, exciting add to this this class.
1: Yeah, and Will Heights, uh, he's coming into Nebraska, six foot five, around 235 pounds. He's that traditional defensive end, hand in the dirt, but he could probably play some stand-up defensive end too. And that's probably gonna be, he's probably gonna be doing a little bit of both, especially in Tony White's versatile uh, 335 defense. And you know what I what I like about Kiona most is just he wants to stay focused, and that was what a big reason for um, coming to Nebraska was, is what he told me over the phone. After everything with Chip Kelly and UCLA, and and you know Chip Kelly acting like he maybe wants out of Los Angeles, that's when Nebraska kind of came in and said, hey, you know we're a pretty good option too. And I think Kiona realized that too. Really good job uh, by Tony White, def- uh, defensive coordinator, and then defensive line coach uh, Terrence Knighton to get Keona White's commitment here but yeah 6'5 235 he's a great prospect and you know he's he's not gonna have the benefit of playing spring ball he's gonna get in get into Lincoln in May I believe he told me so he's not gonna be here for spring ball but you know who knows if he comes if he comes and hits the ground running in Lincoln Matt Rule and, and Tony White and Terrence Knighton have shown that they're able to play young guys who deserve to be out there. Riley Van Poppel um, was one of those examples yep. last year as yep. a guy who wasn't here for spring ball, showed up in the summer, and now he's out there playing reps against Iowa and Wisconsin. So, um, really good stuff. Camir Prescott, just another defensive back. Uh, a lot of these, a lot of these, uh, some of these defensive backs in Nebraska's 24 class are gonna. I think the vision for them down the road is they're going to get bigger, they're going to grow, they're going to develop, and they're eventually maybe some of them will become linebackers. I don't know if that's the plan with Camir Prescott, but he's just another rover body um, that can be, you know, used in the tackle box as another. Uh, run defender. He's, I think he's fast enough. He runs, he runs a sub 11 second 100 meter dash. You can carry guys down the field um, on those post, post routes that are that are pretty common in, in the college game. So, you know, those are the two, um, two additions uh, that Nebraska had today. And I think they're really good additions and, and guys that are going to stay in the program and grow and develop and be good players down the road.
0: Yeah, Prescott is, I was looking at it a couple of days ago, he's going to be the 18th among the freshmen the, whether you're a true freshman or red shirt, yeah. and then the t- uh, two sophomores in Ethan Nation and uh, transfer Bly Hill, they have 18 mm-hmm. defensive backs just in those two um, uh, freshman sophomore classes alone, and then seven veterans as yeah. juniors and seniors. So, 25 defensive backs. They are uh, Will and Prescott, the 29th and 30th members of this class. and. Mm-hmm. Um, we have a scholarship chart that is like <laughs> useless. Um, it's, yeah, that's what I was about <laughs> to say. Like 90% useless. Like I yeah. keep using- them. It doesn't you know, matter anymore. Ninety percent, but I actually was thinking about it last time. I'm like, I actually like it because it keeps us or, it keeps me sure. organized. Mm-hmm. I'm like, yeah, that's really. It's almost the only reason to have it. like yeah. Because most of these scholarships are not. Um, may not be accurate because they may be on NIL type situations or mm-hmm. prefer walk-ons, but I mean, big class, back-to-back years, a lot of guys in the program who, and Nebraska's clearly over the scholarship limit right now, mm-hmm. but Rule talked about that uh, the beginning of his, toward the beginning of his press conference today, that his, their approach is we're not really worried about that. Like, no. not too Not concerned. right now at least. And, Yeah, and he said the phrase, he said the phrase that we always say a million times, then he actually said it and it's like, oh, you just did the say it one time for the people in the back quote like it'll all sort itself out yeah that's what you love because I know Steve here feels passionately about the numbers yeah because the
1: scholarship limit is what it is everybody's gonna look at the 85 scholarship limit but that's just it doesn't matter anymore with with everything that nil um, can provide a program who uses it who have who has the resources available to to tinker and toy with the roster i mean Camir prescott he was a wisconsin commit and you know whether wisconsin cooled in him um uh, later in, in December, uh, Wisconsin, he, uh, was, Prescott kind of reopened his recruitment in the middle of December a couple weeks before the early signing period. Um, whatever the case was, Kamir Prescott is a scholarship, um, he's, he's, he's just a recruit scholarship that caliber scholarship caliber um, yeah. player. So, you know, it's just another way of rule using all of his resources at the University of Nebraska to bring in as much talent as he can. Let it all work out in spring ball and fall camp and whoever's there at the start of the season is, is your team. So, you know, maybe, maybe that means some, some uh, players who are holding scholarships right now might not have them, um, you know, come, come game time. But, you know, that's just the way life is going to be from now on in college football. Um, a, lot of, a lot of people are going to be using the NIL to their advantage and kind of tickering and toying and building their roster while using that as a tool. And two of the things that like two points sort of jumped to mind that uh, I'd written about is i mean you get a
0: guy like a come here, uh come prescott and there you know if you're a guy like that number one if you're coming in whether whether or not he's a scholarship or a preferred walk-on uh just using pre, uh, prescott as an example mm-hmm. whether or not he's scholarship or walk-on doesn't really matter for the sake of this conversation right now if you come in as a walk-on you saw just last year that matt rule and this staff is willing to put walk-on guys into starting roles or to put them on scholarship like you know that they're not full of doggy doo-doo when they say like hey you can earn a scholarship here like you could be an impact player like Mm -hmm. you just saw it and I think they had like three former walk-ons as starters just on the defense alone last year and you also know I mean he was a Prescott was a receiver uh, return man Mm -hmm. and um, used him as a a runner Mm -hmm. so there's always a plan B, I feel like, with so many of these guys, especially if you come in as a as a receiver or a corner, a linebacker, what have you, that bring you in as an athlete, and you always know there's gonna be a plan B, like, hey, you're gonna come in here, we're gonna try to develop you as a corner, safety, defensive back, whatever. Mm-hmm. If it doesn't work out, try it receiver, and bring are to see if that, if, that's the that's the path forward for you. So there's always a plan B, and there's always proof in the, uh, a proof of concept. I think for some of those guys. Uh, moving on real quick. This would be the last point that we make. We, I had a whole outline uh, planned, <laughs> and that's like you know what, let's get into this discussion more because this is uh, interesting on a national signing day here. But the other sort of headline from it from today's press conference is um, it's not new necessarily because rule took this. He's step past. said it. <laughs> yeah, he said it in November. Yeah. Um, just taking a steadfast stance on Marcus Satterfield and his role, um, obviously bring in Glenn Thomas as the co-OC and mm-hmm. quarterbacks coach, but when Rule asked about who's calling the plays, do you sort of have a feel for that yet? Um, and when that question was asked, I like kind of perked up, I'm like, yeah, yeah sure. do you? Do you sure. have a plan yet? Mm-hmm. Um, and obviously they do, <laughs> Rule's a man with a plan. So um, he just took a steadfast, uh, yeah, Marcus is my offensive coordinator. He's calling the plays. Like, Mm -hmm. it wasn't, there was no confusion or disalignment or anything. It's like, here it is. Like, uh, Glenn Thompson, Glenn's going to be collaborating on the play design and Mm -hmm. uh, the structure of the offense. But uh, Marcus Satterfield's the OC is going to stand at the front of the room, and he's the one who's going to call plays on game
1: day. Yeah, and uh, Rule was pretty happy that he now has a quarterback coach who can just stay in the quarterback's room, talk to his guys, and not have to worry about devising a game plan or calling plays on game day. He can just focus on the quarterbacks because that position just warrants a guy uh, just to, to be the teacher and be the leader of that, of that group. So, you know, really important that they bring t- Glenn Thomas in, especially with Three scholarship quarterbacks, uh, two of which are two freshmen who have never taken a snap in college game, um, and then also Heinrich Harburg, who uh, uh, played some and, and you know had some highs and lows last year. Um, but yeah, we should probably before we get out of here talk about who's going to be out for spring ball because I think that's yeah, kind of going to be important. Through them. Yeah, so let's run through them right now. So this isn't a complete list. Rule is just kind of going off his memory, but Turner Corcoran, who had that foot injury last year against Northwestern, I think it was. He is not going to be. Uh, competing in spring ball at all and rule said that might even bleed into a little bit of fall camp or maybe even the season so we'll keep our eye on that ramir johnson and isaiah garcia castaneda both out for spring ball as well ramir johnson had that dislocated shoulder um, against northern illinois that kept him out the rest of the season last year isaiah garcia castaneda had the acl injury in the season opener at minnesota last year so both those guys out princewell uman mielin malachi coleman they're dealing with a little bit of shoulder um, issues from off season, I don't know if it was sh- surgery or not, uh, but they, uh, Matt Rule wasn't really sure it, how much spring ball those two, um, Prince Wall and Malachi are gonna be competing uh, this year. So um, we'll keep our eyes on that one as well. And then last one, Maverick Noonan, who suffered an, Uh, knee injury that kept him out all of his true freshman season uh, last year. Matt rules that he is back and in the swing of things and looking good out there. So Maverick Noonan adds a little uh, kind of intriguing story note to the defense and maybe the jack room too. I
0: said this uh, Greg and I were on a uh, um, rapid recap after I think a press midweek press conference and I completely randomly like not completely but mostly randomly I like made a mention of Maverick Noonan because it just it sort of popped in my mind and I had talked about in the spring like how he was probably going to be a guy who wouldn't see much action as a freshman mm-hmm. um it, on that defense he like need a little bit more time to sort of develop and then we're sitting there mid-year and like all of these freshmen yeah. true freshmen had yeah. played roles on the, gotten significant snaps on the defense mm-hmm. I'm like all right so I just want to make a point real quick that uh Maybe. this is what I said back then I was like it, if Maverick Newman would have been healthy like he would have been having he would gotten snaps and had a real yeah. role i think in that defense so fast forward to now that am like, really excited to see him in spring ball and see what uh, mm-hmm. what he'll look like with his role because i mean that spring game if you remember him he he looked sharp he was chasing down uh whoever the quarterback was on, yeah. the, on the offense but mm-hmm. um yeah he's a guy who probably make a make a little countdown on a top 50 or so most intriguing huskers sure. before spring ball wouldn't you say mm-hmm. um I think that's all
1: I had. Did, didn't you see Gabe Irvin? He had a update on Gabe Irvin. I didn't think I he said Gabe Irvin's name, but I could. We, we need to go watch that back. It, he said a lot, he, a lot of stuff happened.
0: He said Ramir and Gabe, but I, I, it was probably similar to Ramirez update because.
1: Um, I mean, honestly, it would be surprising if Gabe Irvin was out here for spring ball after yeah. the dislocated hip last year. I think it'd be maybe smart to us. Uh, stay out of spring competition yeah. with him and see what he looks like in fall camp. But we don't know.
0: For yeah. Sure. Um, I don't think we had any other notes. I mean, the, Matt Rule talked about a lot today, as he always does. is refreshing mm-hmm. to get back into the uh, into yeah. the swing of things of of, uh, of a Matt Rule press conference where he unloads a lot of information. I mean, Jamal Banks is showcasing himself as a leader, a yeah. like, uh, 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 front-of-the-room type of leader. Um, we had some other updates. Uh, he talked to quarterbacks about Dylan Rayola, Heinrich Harburg, and... Uh, and Daniel Kalin. um, which you can check out that press conference video on the Inside Nebraska YouTube
1: channel. Um, and that, yeah, and that, that rule said that he's kind of riding right now with his quarterback room, so that's two true freshmen in there. Uh, but don't be surprised uh, if, you know, May comes around and Nebraska is looking in the transfer portal for a veteran, older quarterback guy just to add him in there for a fourth scholarship quarterback. I think that's kind of gonna be a storyline moving forward here, but Matt Rule said he's all kind of going all in with the the young youth movement in the in the quarterback room right now so you know all eyes on dylan reyla obviously yeah
0: it's gonna be i think it's gonna be fun it's gonna be fun to watch the growth it's and progress interesting. To say. it's gonna be there's gonna be some growing pains oh yeah there's gonna be growing pains there's gonna be interceptions there's gonna be off-target throws but mm-hmm. that's sort of the growth process when Kevin mm-hmm. uh, is a true freshman expected to you know turn a storied program around and oh, yeah. the national championships and things like that. You're gonna have, uh, you're gonna have some uh, pressure on your back and it's not always gonna look perfectly clean, but uh, I, I could go down a road for 20 minutes on a little monologue here about all of that. <laughs> Think luckily for you guys, I won't. Um, so we don't wanna have that skip rate skyrocket at the end of the video. But uh, yeah, you can check out, again, the Matt Rule press conference video from today at Inside Nebraska YouTube channel. Check out our work on insidenebraska.com. Um, like and subscribe. To, uh, to our YouTube channel so you can get these videos dropped directly into your feed. So for Steve Marek, I'm Zach Carpenter, and we'll catch you guys again next time.